1: We figure it's a good way to start the week to think about your health and ways that you can live a healthier lifestyle, leaning on five or six hundred years of traditional Korean wisdom. And we've got our own Doctor of Korean Medicine here in the house to teach us some of the principles. Her name is Yesu Jennifer Lee. How are you doing, Yesu? Hello. Um So this weekend there was a major jazz festival in Seoul yeah. outdoors, yes. and so I sat on a towel on uh, the the ground. And yeah. I basically turned myself into a slightly overdone piece of cornbread.
0: <laughs> I can tell you've been outside over the weekend.
1: <laughs> uh, I've got some places that are bright red, some places mm-hmm. that are brown, and <laughs> other places where uh, there was sort of an unfortunate bandana mm-hmm. or hat, and they're still pasty white. So I'm I'm kind of striped, you might say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: generally speaking, though, Koreans don't... Um, they don't necessarily like to sunbathe or sun worship, right?
0: No, yeah, the Koreans like their skin to be fair and white, actually. Mm. They don't really like to be tanned.
1: You can see, because when everybody mm-hmm. goes into the, the venue for this thing, the Koreans make a beeline, right, for the shady areas. Right. And silly Westerners like me, we go right to the sunny areas <laughs> in the middle. So, so you where can were you yesterday? Right smack in the middle, right under the sun. Okay. Um, and to an extent, a little bit of sun
0: is a good thing, right? Yes, so a little bit of uh, sun, sun ray is actually beneficial for people, especially for the production of vitamin D, which you can't really consume through food. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also used to treat several diseases, including rickets, psoriasis, eczema, and even jaundice. Mm. So you would say that UV ray in specific is actually helpful to some extent.
1: Okay. Uh, But that's pretty minimal, the amount that you need.
0: Yes. And it's really under medical supervision. So if you think about your Outdoor activities like the sunlight, when it's really strong, it's another matter, actually.
1: Um, One of the, perhaps the most aggressively aging externality factor Mm -hmm. in a person's life is sunlight, isn't it?
0: Yes. So there is this time lag between the skin and the seasons. And basically, this time lag is what's actually causing this aging as well because your skin isn't really prepared for what's happening in the real time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so what do you mean by a time like the sun hits the skin and it ages the skin faster than the rest of the body? Is that what you mean?
0: Um Yes, to some extent, because skin changes uh, take actually a full of one to three months mm. to occur after the seasons change. So even when the season is actually ongoing, your skin isn't really prepared ah, for the next season. I
1: see what you mean. Mm-hmm. So the skin isn't necessarily ready for the amount of sunlight that it's getting in, exactly. a, in a seasonal change scenario. Exactly. So yeah, yes. by the end of the summer, maybe it's kind of caught up. Exactly. But, yes. Ah.
0: So for example, around this time in the beginning of str- uh, spring and in the beginning of summer, the UV ra- radiation Actually, increases more rapidly than any other time of the year. But the skin basically has the lowest amount of melanin, and there is no defense against UV radiation.
1: Melanin, correct me if I'm wrong. That's what makes you browner. Yes. If you, yeah.
0: Basically, it's what's protecting you from UV ray.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about skin pigmentation, how certain groups have more or less, we're basically talking about melanin, right?
0: Yes. Um, And for for those people who are outdoors during this time of the year for example in may and june this is the time when uv rays basically the strongest and when your skin is basically the weakest yeah. so this difference makes your skin get tanned and basically damaged easier
1: yeah don't mm-hmm. i know it so uh, what's in a nutshell what's mm-hmm. the the amount of exposure that's uh, correct i mean on a on a hot day like we saw over these last two days the weekend is it a matter of minutes or hours, or what's what's kind of
0: um, proper and healthy? Um, well, it's very difficult to say for in terms of the specific amount in numbers mm. because it basically differs between races and different ages. That is true. Yes. But at the same time, if you're outside wearing sufficient uh, protection, for Mm -hmm. example, a sunblock, that will also help you from getting too much damages. But at the same time, you have to be careful from getting outside for uh, basically throughout the whole day. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, every day that will be basically damaging your skin pretty much.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, when we think about the sun and, I mean, did, obviously in the Joseon dynasty in five and six hundred years ago, they weren't talking about UV rays, but clearly there must have been uh, a, a consensus and a knowledge that sun can be harmful, right?
0: Yes, so many people do wonder if Korean medicine is linked in any way to external problems and beauty problems such mm. as skin. Um, however, historical records and even medical records show that skin problems and beauty were two of the main concerns of women around that time in Joseon dynasty as well. And a number of herbs have been developed to, linked, to be linked with cosmetics and their researches through the, the collaboration of Korean medicine and technology for cosmetics.
1: So these are basically herbs that were known to be good for your skin throughout mm-hmm. the centuries. Yes. And then cosmetic companies sort of uh, amplified their effect and distilled exactly.
0: them down. Yes. Mm. So if you think about uh, the major some of the symptoms uh, of of ex- extensive UV rays for example sunburn and there's not only that there's also cataract with the eye but with the eye, it's very difficult to say when it comes to specific treatments because uh, cataract has to be managed over time to time. But on, mm. the, on the other hand, with the skin, if you're aging prematurely or even going even further with, for example, um, keratosis, these are the, the symptoms that can be managed even through Korean medicine.
1: Sorry, when you say, you saying sun exposure can cause cataract problems? Yeah.
0: Yes, um, long-term effect of UV sunray, extensive UV sunray for a long time is inflammatory reaction of the eye that, w- that can also cause cataract.
1: Mm. And what is keratosis?
0: Keratosis is basically, a, a well, you can also say it as a pre-cancerous problem of the uh, skin.
1: These are like blotches or these little things that you yes. get that are a bit dodgy. and yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. kind of pre-cancer if you're starting to get those um in korea we kind of have the protection of transitions into different seasons but people who live in places like uh, arizona nevada yeah desert places mm-hmm. they have to really watch out because even yes, basic do. exposure that they don't that they take for granted mm-hmm. can lead to you know skin cancer and pre-skin yes. cancer um okay so uh, one of the fundamental aspects of uh, Korean cosmetics we all know is sunscreen and sun protection. That's kind of like <laughs> the very first uh, kind of BB cream that you put on, right? <laughs> yes.
0: Um,
1: and so these companies have taken uh, herbs from, from the past and kind of in- implemented them in products. There's all kinds of weird products in uh, Korean cosmetics. Yes.
0: Uh, one very huge trend is called mebek, which is basically whitening of your skin. Hmm. And there's different herbs that's going inside this cosmetic pro- product. Oh, really? Yes.
1: I always thought it was just like peroxide and bleach and stuff.
0: Actually, no, because uh, people are also very concerned about their health as well. Hmm. So they actually use these herbs that's ba- basically no side effect and very effective for whitening.
1: Did they do that with herbs? Five and six hundred years ago,
0: actually yes, because there's been uh, mentioning in, even in Tongi with the symptoms of keratosis, for example, mm-hmm. and how you can use some of the herbs externally, for example, as a form of a mask on, that you, that you can put on your skin mm-hmm. that can actually help for these keratosis or even sunburns.
1: Uh, and we all of us have seen the images of uh, hikers or
0: mm-hmm. uh, people
1: working out in their garden, and they 're covered basically from head to toe, sort of the <laughs> sun protection ninjas out there with just a yes. tiny slit for their vision. Right. Um, I can picture that as something they did back in the day in the, in the korea 's ancient past.
0: Hmm. I would say it would, it would have been a little bit different from the way they do they protect themselves. You would have right just now. stayed inside. Probably yes. Yeah. yeah,
1: especially if you're one of the leisure classes mm-hmm. that can you know handle it uh, and have somebody else do your work for right. you. But then, as now in Korea, white skin, pale skin, uh, youthful skin was a was a major value, right?
0: Yes, and there are some of the phrases from Dongi Bukam that can that we can also apply to these days of today. For example, uh, there is this phrase that says keep your head cool whereas keep your foot warm which basically means that you have to keep your inner heat downwards and not upwards that will also cause another problem of keratosis or photodermatosis which is basically other symptoms that can cause black spots on your skin
1: cool head warm feet yes is that true in all seasons in traditional korean wisdom
0: yes because that will actually for example prevent you from getting too much headaches dizziness, and even going further down to for example stroke
1: uh huh. Because I've always I've occasionally heard the exact opposite, especially in the deep winter. Mm-hmm. You know, where you keep your head warm and everything's warm. You know? oh. in other words, you keep your head warm. That's the most important thing because you lose most of your heat mm-hmm. through your head, right?
0: That's also true if you think about the well, ex, uh, well how you exude your heat. For example, uh, head is basically where your heat is lo- lost. For example, uh, probably the largest amount. Mm. But at the same time, if you think about the circulation of the blood foot is basically where it's further down Mm -hmm. so if you keep your foot warm, basically everything else gets warm. That's Mm -hmm. the principle.
1: And there's also this sort of traditional view that the foot is a microcosm of the entire body, right? Yes,
0: that's also true.
1: Keep your feet warm and everything's more or less warm. Mm -hmm. Um, Sun exposure, does traditional Korean wisdom view sun exposure as changing or affecting the sort of chi profile of your body, the heat profile?
0: Yes, actually there's been phrases and even long explanations on how four seasons affect the sun rays and even your health overall. Uh-huh. Um, but if you think about the external problems, even the very common herbs that you would probably know, for example, ginseng, has yes. also been used for uh, these external problems. And it's one of the major ingredients that uh, cosmetic companies do use for these whitening skin products.
1: Ginseng, I mean, of course, we all think of it as something to consume in food and soup. But mm-hmm. what do you do? Do you crush up ginseng and just use it as a topical thing?
0: Actually, uh, there's a long process of how you have to dry ginseng to get the well basically the hydrogen out for uh, sorry for the water out mm. and even it's applied it's been applied to cosmetics for a very long time um there has been proofs on evidence on how it's been used in even in 1970s in england um for ginseng
1: Okay. Well, uh, any other little traditional ingredients we can uh, rattle off in terms of uh, what's good for you in, mm-hmm. in Korean medicine?
0: Some of the few uh, ingredients that you can get over the daily life is one is potato. Potato has been known as a pain reliever throughout the years. Potatoes. Yes. So if you you can just basically making make the juice out of potato and even just the slices that can actually cool your skin off right is that now. Right? Yes. Even so if I
1: go home and cut up a potato mm-hmm. and put and potato put it slices, yes. <laughs> should they be thick or thin?
0: Um, well, it, it doesn't have to be too thick, uh-huh. actually. So basically, in any way you can, you can just make it cool and put it on your skin as a patch that uh-huh. will actually cool off your skin.
1: And the logic is that, what, the potato starch or what? Or the water.
0: Um, there is a is there is also this potato starch, but there is specific ingredient substance within the potato that actually helps to cool off your skin and whitens your skin as well. Another.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm just. I love the things that I discover in here. You know, Joe Sun era potato slices for your burnt skin. You know.
0: Yes, actually, I was curious and I googled it up yesterday, and I was. Uh, I found out that this was also popular in the U.S. as well for yeah. the sunburns.
1: You know, I can picture that. I can picture mm-hmm. that. I can picture a whole new line of some company putting out you know our potato products (laughs) aimed at cooling and whitening your skin yes this is the new potato line available now at duty-free shops near you (laughs) well that's a pretty good overview of uh how koreans throughout the centuries have treated sun prevention very informative thank you very much jennifer for coming in thank you and we're going to have food and beyond in
0: just a moment when koreascape returns